0: I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi, this is episode 18. Welcome back. And if it's your first visit, I'm really glad that you found us. So how are you today? I always wonder what people are doing when they're listening to this. Now, I know Jackie, if you're listening, Jackie, I know that you're probably eating your breakfast I tend to listen to podcasts when I'm out walking the dog or when I'm doing some housework or very often when I'm in the car as well although I'm not in the car these days quite so much because as I'm recording this we're sort of still going through a load of COVID stuff so I'm not really out and about as much at the moment which is a shame so I'd love to know where where are you listening to this from? Now, again, today, I'm talking about the benefits of blogging or other content, because it's something that has so many amazing benefits for you, for your practice, and for the income that you receive. Now, in my last episode, which was episode 17, we had a look at 10 reasons why it's really good for counsellors to create content. Now, content could be blogging, producing a podcast, or videos. But to be honest, most counsellors tend to use blogging more than the others. And it really is a brilliant thing to do when you're running a private practice or actually any business, really. Because when you think about it, for example, if you need a new bed, you might Google bed shops and start looking at them, checking out the prices, etc. One of the bed shops sells beds, which is great. And the other bed shop sells beds and it also blogs about how to choose the right mattress or how to select a new pillow or how to get a good night's sleep or 10 of the best sleep apps. For me, I would naturally be drawn to the one that does the blogs, the one that produces the content. I mean, how about you? Do you think that's something that you would do? And for me, the reason that I would choose somebody that blogs is because it kind of proves that they're passionate about what they're doing. They've taken the time and the effort to write about things that are going to help me. And therefore, I feel that the service I receive is going to be better as a result of that. So I feel less of a potential sale and more of a valued customer. Do you know what I mean? Like they're really interested in my needs and it's important that they give me a really good service. Do you feel like that? I mean, I think that's one of the real things about blogging. It really makes you stand out because you are going the extra mile for customers or clients. And remember that each blog can be reused and repurposed over and over for years. So I'm not suggesting that you spend time. Time and effort writing a blog and then leave it to gather dust in the depths of your website, never to be seen again. That would be a complete waste of time. And me, one of my big focuses is saving your time. I don't want you wasting time on stuff. I want you to make the most of absolutely everything, every marketing activity that you have. So, yeah, blogging or any content creation is great for your business. And just before I get on to today's episode, I just want to let you know about the Blogging with Confident course that's available in the Grow Your Private Practice Club, starting on, it comes out on the 23rd of October 2020. Now, this is a course that's going to include everything that you need, whether you want to get started blogging, or whether you want to improve the blogs that you put out there, or improve the effectiveness of what you're in, what you're um, producing. Now, this includes everything you need, whether you don't blog now and you want to get started, or if you do blog, about how you can improve the effectiveness of every blog that you put out there. And it includes lots of things that I think are going to help you. So it's got a quick start section, which is great if you're brand new. It's going to stop you sort of with procrastination and um, perfectionism. I've produced something called the blogging proof. The let's try and say it again, the blogging blueprint, which is a system that I've produced to help you simplify the writing process. Now there are templates as well that are going to help to get you going, and I'm going to show you how to never ever run out of things to write about. And really importantly, I'm going to show you how to make the most out of every single blog post that you put out there. So it's working hard, attracting clients for you for years, literally for years. So Grow Your Private Practice really is the place to be if you want to attract more clients more easily. And it includes training, uh, workshops, resources on all aspects of practice building, along with An amazing and supportive community of peers. So if you're a counsellor, if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, if you're feeling a bit confused, if you're lacking in confidence and if you just need a little bit of extra help and some practical support as well, come and check us out. It's growyourprivatepractice.co.uk. Okay so what are we going to talk about today? We're actually going to be talking about what you're going to write about. And to be honest, there are tons and tons of things that you can potentially write about. But before I start into that, I want to just stop you for a moment and let you know something. Because when we're writing a blog, this is a casual thing. It's kind of like a written conversation. So it's not official. It's not like a a paper or an article or a publication or like writing a chapter in a book it's none of those things it's a lot more casual you're just sharing something that's going to help your clients whether it's something about a simple thing they can try a tip a suggestion you might have a thought for reflection something that's going to help to motivate or inspire them or reassure them but what we're not doing is we're not trying to solve life's problems. So if your niche is to do with anxiety, you can't solve, you can't solve anxiety in a blog. I mean, if you could, well, you wouldn't need to be going to counselling, would you? I mean, if you could solve something through a blog, then, you know, wouldn't that be lovely, but you can't. So don't put yourself under that kind of pressure. It's just not going to help you. We're always looking for Progress and not perfection. Remember, and this is so important: blogging is no place before perfectionism. Perfectionism is just going to ramp up your fears, it's going to trigger imposter syndrome and make yourself sabotage. And I do talk about mindset in the blogging with confidence course. And like I say, I also have a quick start section really just to help you to get started. So, yeah, progress, not perfectionism. So sometimes you just need a little bit of a hand to get started. You need a little bit of inspiration because inspiration just helps you to get over that blank screen thing, doesn't it? I mean, imagine this. This is me. (laughs) Imagine I want to write a blog. So I'm sitting in front of my computer and I'm trying to think up lots of useful, interesting blog post ideas. And if I'm sitting there and the cursor's flashing on my blank Google Doc, my little mind starts to panic and it goes, oh my God, I can't think of a thing to write about. Not a single thing to write about. Oh my God, there must be something that I can say. I mean, I'm relatively clever. Generally speaking, I have tons of ideas about lots and lots of different things, but but there's something about that sitting in front of a blank page that makes your mind go absolutely blank. Has that, has that ever happened to you? And then kind of fast forward to me frantically researching, and I say researching, what I really mean is procrastinating by going over the whole of the world wide web for sort of something like anything that's going to give me some inspiration. And it all becomes a bit of a nightmare. It all becomes me getting panicky and overthinking and putting myself under too much pressure. And I want to say, don't do that. It's okay to stop. And relax, and just let's breathe through this because I've learned lots of tips and tricks about how to find loads of inspiration in many, you know, in the many years that I've been blogging, and I've been blogging since I first started as a counselor in 2005, so quite a lot of experience there. So let's take a look at a few of the ideas. So I've got seven ideas for you today. The first one is people watching. Now this is something that's great to do everything you experience in your day-to-day life has the potential to be used as a blog post. So the trick here is to just be curious and to be aware of what's happening around you. And you'll probably find that you get ideas when you least expect it. So for example, before the lockdown, I was in the GP surgery waiting room. And you know what it's like in a GP surgery waiting room. They're horrible places. It's always like awkward, awkward. And what this particular day, the room was deathly quiet. Nobody was talking to each other. Occasionally, there's just the odd hacking cough from somewhere. And whilst I was in there, there were two mums in there, each with a young child. And both of these kids were being remarkably well behaved. They were being so, so good but occasionally these kids just said something to their mum or just ask a question and you could see the look of panic in the mum's face and they'd be like having a, a mini meltdown of shushing them when in all honesty the child wasn't being loud at all and seeing that that really made the cogs in my brain sort of whir and i started thinking about potential blogs from what i've just seen so you could be writing something about If you're into TA, transactional analysis, you could be writing about the be quiet driver. That'd make an interesting blog, wouldn't it? Or you could talk about the pressure on kids to always be good. Or you could talk about unrealistic expectations that we have on kids. We could talk about how the mother is probably fearing being judged. Maybe the mother was brought up to be small and quiet. And why are people... Overly disapproving of kids' behaviour anyway, you know, kids to just being kids. And what would have been a different way for that mother to maybe handle it? So these are different things that you might consider writing as a blog post to do with what you've just literally seen. So be aware of your surroundings, be aware of overheard conversations, and retain a curiosity. What can I take from this situation that's going to be useful? What can I take from this that's thought-provoking or interesting for my readers or my followers? And be prepared. I mean, what I tend to do is I bought some small notebooks and in my handbag, there's a little zip in it and I put a notebook and a pen in there. So wherever I am, if ever I have something that I see or I feel inspired, I can write that down and I know that I've got that idea sort of captured then. Because if I try and remember it, You know what's going to happen. I'm never going to remember it. You could also use something like the notes function on your phone if you want to, or if you carry a diary around, you could write it down in there. But for definite, have a way of collecting these ideas. Now, a great way of sort of keeping these all together is something called Trello, T R E L L O, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes below. Now Trello basically is an organizational tool it's free you can use it on all different platforms so on your phone on your tablet on your computer and so you can always have it with you wherever and like i say it is free and that's a great place where you can list lots of ideas as well it doesn't really matter what you use i suppose the only thing that's important is it's something that you will use because sometimes i've had some very fancy <laughs> i've had some very fancy organizational tools going on and I don't use them. I, I always really go back to a piece of paper and a pen. That's the, the thing that I use most. But whatever is useful for you. So yeah, be curious. Keep an eye out from what happens around you, and remember that everything you see is a potential blog. So yeah, and that that's quite fun as well. Now the second thing that's great for helping you with some inspiration for writing a blog is looking at quotes now social media is full of beautiful quotes and if you want to know how to use quote images in your social media then i did do a podcast all about it so take a listen to episode four where i talk about making the most of blog um, sorry not of blogs of quotes but what you can do is you can use a quote as inspiration for a blog post I would suggest that you find quotes that are a little bit uh, more unique, maybe quotes that aren't the usual ones that you see out and about. Now, you can find quotes, again, go listen to the podcast, but you can find quotes like in books that you're reading um, or you can go to something like Brainy Quote. So that's brainyquote.com. Again, I'll put the link to that below. And you can search on Brainy Quote brainy quotes, for blogs to do with particular subjects, particular um, authors, all sorts of things, and see if you can search for a quote that kind of resonates with the type of, you know, your niche or what you want to talk about. And then you can write about that quote. You can start the blog off with, I mean, there's a really good one that um, Whoopi Goldberg said. So you could start off with something like, Whoopi Goldberg once said um I believe that I can't remember the quote now I'm so sorry I should have prepared that shouldn't I but she says something along the lines of I believe that we're all here to shine a light and help other people I can't remember what it is but you could start it off with Whoopi Bob Goldberg once said and then have the quote and then you can talk about that quote and what it means to you and how it might resonate with your clients so it could be why do you like it what does it mean for you what is the message that it's giving what is it that makes it relevant to your clients what is it that makes it stand out and why is it going to help so again you know just find a quote that you like and talk about it and there you go bob's your uncle there you are you've got a blog post now the third one and this is such an easy one and it's such a useful one this is using the indexes out of books now there are two ways to do this one is to go and have a look on your bookshelf um and have a look at the books you've got there so anything that's to do with um personal development and growth something like that self-care have a look at that and have a look at the contents and see what diff, what all the chapters are called and you'll find inspiration there looking at what those chapters are called and the other one is to go to somewhere like amazon and search for a book on the subject that you're talking about or your niche and then look at the table of contents in within that book and voila you will have some ideas of things to write that your ideal clients are going to be really interested in So that's a great one. So yeah, have a look at book indexes in the books that are on the subject that you're going to write about or your niche. Okay, so that's a really good one to try. And another one that's a fantastic way of getting inspiration is a website that's called Answer the Public. So um, I'll put a link to this again below. I'll have links to all these things in the show notes. But this is called Answer the Public and it's a free site where you can go and find out exactly what people are searching for on Google. And the beauty here is that you can use these questions as the title of your blog post and you'll know that this is things that people are going to be searching for on Google and that's going to help you get more eyes on your blog site, on your blog post and more people going over to your website. So it's going to increase your website traffic. So, all you need to do is just type in the little box the subject that you're talking about or what your niche is, and you will be amazed at what ideas that you find. So, that's answer the public. Go have a look at that. Another way that you can come up with ideas of things to write in blog posts is frequently asked questions. So, this is, there are two sort of frequently asked questions types here, I suppose, and one is, the sorts of things that people personally ask you so that's when you know when you've got a new a new um client and you'll find that new clients or inquiries that you get people might ask the same sort of questions regularly so it might be a case of you really noticing those and maybe after the session jotting those down and then you can you know you can write a blog about the sorts of things that people are actually asking you because those are the things that obviously they want to know about so if you have quest an answer to those questions on your blogs on your sorry on your website in the form of a blog when somebody emails you with a question you can answer the question then say if you want more details about this check out this blog so from the point of view of that client that potential client How good is that? Not only have you answered the question, you've sent them to a blog that answers it more fully. So that's a fantastic thing to do. And also you can do that when you ask a question online or on social media or something like that. Now, the alternative to this sort of frequently asked questions um, idea is you can expand on the the answers that you gave in the FAQ page on your website. Now, I did talk about what to put on your FAQ page in episode 15 of this podcast, so you can go and have a little listen to that. But basically, I recommend that you um, have a frequently asked questions page on your website, but on the FAQ page, you give pretty short answers. We're not going into a huge amount of depth But what you can do is you can have a read more link on there and that you can click on the read more link and that will send people to the, the blog post that answers that question a lot more fully. So, for example, you could talk through exactly what happens in a first session. So, that you can put somebody's mind at rest. Or you can talk through why counsellors don't share personal details. Or you could talk through why you charge if they don't give you the required amount of notice. And the reason for this is the importance of continuity. You know, you're not going to say, actually, I need the money, obviously, but there are reasons that we charge and it's not just about the money. So, you could talk about why that happens. So, yeah, what are the questions that people ask you? So, number six is lists. Now, this is a super simple blog post idea, and it's great for if you've not given yourself very much time. And I do talk a lot about how to save time and and write more quickly, write your blog post more quickly. But, you know, back in the real world, sometimes we've left writing a blog post to the last minute. You want to get something out there that's good, but isn't going to take you ages to write. And this is perfect for that. So this is where you would list things like your favorite books, your favorite apps on a subject, your favorite resources. So for example, you could do a blog post about, let me think, your five favorite sleep apps. So you could talk about a little bit about each one of them and what the benefits are and why you like them. And that's a really useful blog post that's going to be quick to produce. And no matter what your niche is, people are going to struggle with sleep because we all struggle with sleep from time to time. So no matter what your niche is, you could do something like that. So there you go. That's great. So you could do, like I say, different books, different apps, different resources, um, lots of different things there. So number seven and the last one is how-to posts. Now how-to posts are and have been always popular. And In a how-to post, basically what you're doing is choosing something that your ideal client or your listener is going to find really useful. So how to reduce anxiety with mindfulness would be an example here. Now, I wouldn't tackle something too big. So, for example, I wouldn't do a blog post that's called How to Reduce Anxiety because that's far too big a subject. You know, there are thousands of books about anxiety you can't put yourself under the pressure to somehow write a blog post that's going to tackle anxiety. So what I would suggest you do is that you break it down. So things like how to reduce anxiety in certain situations. So how to reduce anxiety on the tube, how to reduce anxiety on a first date, how to reduce anxiety at an interview, something like that. So think about what sorts of things people are going to find really useful and then just talk through a few ideas about what would help them. And a little bit like this post, you could maybe do an introduction and then you could have like five way, five different suggestions or seven different suggestions, something like that, and just give them some ideas of things that might help them. So there you are. So that's seven ways to come up with some blog post ideas. All of them are really simple All of them are really effective and that you're going to be writing blog posts that people want to read that's what we're trying to do we want to be writing blog posts that people want to read okay so remember blogging can be an excellent way to attract more clients and subsequently more income to your practice so is it time for you to get started is it it time for you to make most of this of this free way of marketing that's going to make such a massive difference to you. Now remember the Blogging with Confidence course will help you with all these aspects of blogging, whether you're new to blogging or whether you want to improve the results that you're getting. It includes everything you need, including a quick start start section for if you're brand new or you just need some help getting started. We have the blogging blueprint, which is a system to simplify the whole writing process. I have templates to get you going. I share how to never ever run out of things to write about and also how to make the most of every single blog post that you write about for years to come. We don't want to write a blog post and then just leave it to gather dust on your website. We want to make it work hard. If you want some more details about that, check out the grow your private practice club that's growyourprivatepractice.co.uk or just drop me a drop me an email it's jane at janetravis.co.uk and ask me some questions so i hope you've really found that useful that's it for now that's it for this week i hope you give blogging a go at the very least give it a go give it six months you know just give yourself an amount of time say right i'm gonna give it my best i'm gonna go for it for six months i'm gonna see how it is Remember, if you've never blogged before, the first few blogs are not going to be brilliant, but that's what we talk about in the quick start section. Just get the blogs out there. You can always go back in the future and tweak them and expand on them and make them better. But get a blog out there. Just get started and start getting the benefits of it. It's a fantastic thing to do. Now, the, the best place to find me is on Instagram, which is Grow Your Private Practice, all lowercase, no spaces, and on LinkedIn, which is Jane Travis, just my name. So please come and connect and say hi. I'd love to hear from you. And that's it. So have a brilliant week. And I really look forward to seeing you again next time. Okay, you take care. Bye.